Does the world have expectations that you can't meet or you refuse to meet? Welcome to The Not Guide. I'm your host, Alex Berg. I started this podcast because after college, I didn't see a lot of people being open about making mistakes or fucking up after. So I felt isolated and a loser because I felt like that. And I'm done feeling that way. So I'm going to tell you how it is while doing it the most terrifying method possible for me. Being vulnerable. Grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's get real. Hey everyone, so today we're going to talk about loss. And please know I am not an expert, I don't know anything, you're just coming here to listen, I guess. But I wanted to talk about how... Two people helped me figure out different perspectives of loss and death that I didn't realize. And these were like in elementary and high school years. So even though I'm basically telling one obstacle eliminator, this whole podcast is basically about two. So the first person I want to talk about is this wonderful person named Leah. She was a badass, headstrong woman, and I met her in elementary school. My mom was a helicopter parent, and she worked the crosswalk, and I think she became friends with this woman who lived across the street from my elementary school, and she became a wonderful role model for me. And I was fortunate enough to be there at her deathbed and understand her like she was coherent and she told me if she came back it would be as a butterfly now I don't know what you believe in all that that's fine but I can't tell you the amount of solace I found in butterflies after that I, even to this day, if I see a butterfly, it means I'm on the right path. We have a lot of butterflies, which is really nice here. But I'm kind of saying this because even recent deaths or anything like that, I try and think of little things. So, for example, Cameron Boyce a 20-year-old actor recently died this year. And I followed him on Instagram, and he was adorable. And he got hacked one day, and he kept his account. And he said the only reason he kept his Instagram account was because his mom loved it. So when I heard about his passing, got emotional a little bit, But the more I delved into it, I was like, okay, if I see a little boy being nice to his mom, that's Cameron. That interaction is Cameron. I think in my way of viewing it, it was the fact that, yes, they're physically not here, but they're still here in our memory and in our hearts and in the little actions that remind us of them. And that helped me a lot with her death when I was in elementary school. And I'm not saying 
this is the way to do it. I'm not saying that at all, but it just gives me a little bit of solace. It might be naive, but whatever. Um, and then what I had as the other obstacle eliminator was Carmelin Baraz. She went by Nina. And she was born March 20th, 1922, and she died on December 2nd, 2016. Now, she was a headstrong woman, but she was also strong and soothing and comforting in ways I guess I didn't think of you could be before. So she was born in Hudson, Massachusetts, and she had the funniest stories. She even taught me and my high school friends the jitterbug. I don't think I remember it now, but I remember being taught it. And she even owned a hair salon, and she loved to dance. Um... Right before her death, actually, her and her husband had celebrated their 70th year anniversary, Joe. Um, He unfortunately died, I want to say, less than two weeks after her. But what's really nice about Nina is that she was a writer. And she wrote an autobiography called 90 Years with Nina. But I think... The reason why I have her as the obstacle eliminator is because of how she viewed death. It was so different than everything I had thought of before. It was just another part of life. I mean, yes, she was Christian and have that what you will, but it was just like another phase. Like, okay, yeah, you dead, but I'll see you in like 20 years probably. You know what I mean? And when she was growing up, Her older brother, Louis, I believe, died at 16, and he had a wake, and it was how she described a wake. I I was amazed. It was laughing and joyful and happy, like not many people cried, and I feel like that's so, that was such a big different jump to me from when I was like used to at 14. When I was used to it, you cry, you cry, and you cry. And I'm not saying she didn't cry. She definitely did. But how she viewed it was just so... I want to say nice, but even then, that's not the right word. It was okay. And I think that's such a hard thing to deal with when it comes to loss and death is that it's going to be okay. And both of these women, um, Leah and Nina, they both um, passed away slowly. It wasn't abrupt, which does happen. And then that's a whole other sporgy sporg shit. But I thought it was really important to say, hey, here's two different ways to view death. I mean, them telling me this stuff definitely helped when they passed. 
but I don't think it really helped with the, it helped a little bit with the people that passed and I didn't know, or they didn't tell me stuff like this, but it, um, it did help. And I think that's the whole point of this podcast in my mind is just like trying to help. It's not me talking to myself, which I know this is basically is at this point, but I just wanted to bring some comfort to the world. And these women definitely did. And I think whoever's listening to this definitely does as well. So be proud of that. Okay, I'm going to go grab some tissues. So have a great day. Every week, the goal is to tell a story, a point of view, anything really that doesn't fit the status quo. The so-called American dream, but someone's truth and reality. Mostly it'll be me, but hopefully I'll get some interviews in here. If you get anything out of this, please let it be to be kind. With vulnerability comes assholes, but so much love also. So try to lead with the love. Okay, real talk over.